0: Every Christian is called to share the gospel with those around them. That God might be worshipped and that the people all around the world might be satisfied in him. We have a great problem. Many Christians have forgotten the content of the gospel and the responsibility to accurately share it. Is doing good, good enough to share Jesus with the world? Or is there more to our evangelism? Welcome to the Theology For You podcast, where we believe that a right understanding of God's Word is for your good and true worship of God. If you're just joining us, I'm Joey, and I'd love to encourage you to share this with a friend. If we've helped you to grow in your faith and understanding of God in this episode or any other episode, maybe send your friend a text or DM on Instagram all about this podcast. It would mean the world to us if you would share this with the other believers in your life those who want to grow in their faith and understanding of God and His Word. This episode is part of a series on evangelism using Will Metzger's book, Tell the Truth as Our Guide. If you don't have this book, I'd highly encourage you to pick up a copy of your own to deepen your understanding of evangelism and your ability to communicate the gospel truthfully and lovingly. You can find a link to buy this book as well as any other books or resources we mention at the link in the description of this episode. When it comes to evangelism, many times the content of the gospel is put to the side or completely forgotten. Some view evangelism as social activism, or people say, well, I take the gospel to people by giving them clothes, or I present the gospel to people through my good works and feeding the hungry. These things are good, and even necessary for us to do as Christians as we see in Ephesians 2:10 that God has given us good works that we are to do to carry out but our good works are not the gospel. We have to be careful not to equate the things we do as a result of our being saved by grace with the message of the one who saved us by grace. Our good deeds are not the gospel. Jesus is the gospel. People need to hear the message of Jesus in order to believe and come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I believe we have been influenced by the culture around us where truth is relative for each individual. As Paul Washer said, we live in an age of relativism, a belief system based upon the absolute certainty that there are no absolutes. We hypocritically applaud men for seeking the truth, but call for public execution of anyone arrogant enough to believe that he has found it. In this view of the world, there is no absolute truth, only things that we as individuals choose to believe. There's an opposition to any claims of certainty. People are supposed to come to their own personal conclusions about any given topic. Yet, as Paul Washer pointed out, then get chastised if you have a certain definitive conclusion. Once again, because the Bible is our sole authority for faith and practice, we need to turn to Scripture. We need to turn to the Bible to see what sharing the gospel is. From Scripture, we see that our good works are not enough for others to know Jesus. We must proclaim the good news of Jesus clearly and truthfully. As we look to the New Testament, the words that are used regarding sharing or preaching the gospel refer to Communication by speech, by words, by talking. This goes back to the early church where the gospel was spread through verbal communication. It was the content of the message, not the act of sharing, that was important. The gospel is a word message communicating the good news of who Jesus is and what he has done and what he continues to do today. And as Will Metzger mentions in his book, the gospel is a proclamation of an amazing historical event. It is to be heralded. And proclaimed, and you may be curious, what does that word "herald" mean? Well, a herald is someone who makes public announcements on someone else's behalf. Think of the old times where you see a little boy yelling, "Hear ye, hear ye," or some illustration such as that. This is the idea of preaching and sharing the gospel. It is sharing the good news of Jesus on his behalf to others that they might hear and believe. This is the word that Paul uses in First and Second Timothy when he refers to himself as an appointed preacher of the gospel. What he is there is he is a herald. He is speaking on someone else's behalf, and that someone else is God, the creator of all. And this was a significant realization in my life when I finally understood this concept, thanks to Will Metzger and thanks to my pastor for recommending this book. And I hope that you can understand this crucial idea contained here. The importance for us in sharing the gospel is telling the story of Jesus. It's not about anything we can do for anyone, any change we can make in in society or our ability to persuade or reason people into becoming believers. No, it's all about carrying the message of the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. We are communicating the gospel. We are communicating the message that has been given to us. One theologian explains the idea of the herald, the preacher, in this helpful way. In a vision, Paul saw a man from Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. He concluded that God had called us to preach the gospel to them, that he began to feed and clothe the poor, help change the laws regarding slavery, improve health conditions in the town. No, we find him preaching a message which called for a response. A wealthy businesswoman listens and the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. Later, Paul tells a jailer, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Listen to this. He gives help by giving the gospel message. This reminds us that consequently faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ. So what did Paul do to help those in Macedonia? Well, he gave the gospel message. The other things that he could have done, changing the laws regarding slavery, et cetera, et cetera. These things are good and helpful and they should be done. But the main way that we give help to the world, how do we ultimately give help in the world? We proclaim the gospel message. And this goes completely against what we see in the world today and even many parts of the church. The greatest good we can do for people is to give them the message of Jesus. The content of the message is what gives help. This is doctrine. This is the teaching. It's absolutely crucial that we be sure that the content of the message is true. A herald does not have the liberty to adjust the message. He is to communicate the message given to him. And we need to be sure that we're giving out the God-given solution for the problem that all of mankind has. This is why doctrine can be referred to as healthy and unhealthy, it can also be referred to as sound doctrine or false doctrine. If doctrine is false, if it's false doctrine, false teaching, it is godless chatter, which leads people to ungodly living. Those who teach and believe a false gospel will suffer the just wrath of God. We need to examine our teaching and be sure we are not teaching a false doctrine. So we see there's a direct connection between doctrine, that is teaching, and our lives, our behavior, what we believe, what we think about, what we believe affects how we live. And we can see what we truly believe based on the way that we live our lives. If you want to see what someone believes, ultimately, how do they live their life? Is their life a reflection of what they are saying? Our lives show what we believe. And we see this throughout the New Testament in Paul's letters in First and Second Timothy and Titus, Paul repeatedly emphasizes that doctrine affects the way we live. If you look at Romans 1 through11, Ephesians 1 through3, the first half of each book is primarily about the truths of who the believer is in Christ, the doctrine. And then Paul transitioned to the practical implications, the commands of what You, the believer, are to do because of who you are in Christ. This is referred to in theology as the indicatives lead to the imperatives. What is true of you leads to what you do. The doctrine leads to behavior. It all starts from a true understanding of doctrine. Yet in today's age, we live in a time where doctrine is a trigger word. Oh, I don't want to talk about doctrine or theology. Oh, doctrine, theology. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. And it seems that this distaste for doctrine or theology is because of this separation that has been made between understanding the truths of the faith and how to live out the Christian life. Yet, these things are intimately connected. These things go together. So, in summary, it's imperative in our evangelism to proclaim the biblical message of Jesus. Someone can have the right motives, the right desire, the right heart, and still lead people just astray. Do you want to lead people astray? Surely no Christian would want to do that. When we think about evangelism, it's extremely important to think about what we are saying because truth is our sole food. Doctrine is central to Christianity. Again, no evangelistic method should be above evaluation to scripture. We should be constantly evaluating what we're teaching and what we're saying in our evangelism and what we're teaching inside the church or in a Bible study Is this true doctrine. So each of us as individuals are called to share the gospel with those around us. And we must clearly and truthfully proclaim the good news of Jesus. Though our good works are not enough in evangelism, our lives still play a vital role in our Christian witness. And we'll talk about that in our next episode. If you want to go deeper in your understanding of God and His Word, I want to encourage you to check out our resources at theologyforyou.com. That's theology, F-O-R-Y-O-U dot I want to thank you if you have rated or reviewed this podcast on Apple iTunes. It's a way to help get this podcast in front of other people who want to grow in their faith and deepen their relationship with God. So thank you for helping other people grow in their faith by rating, or reviewing this podcast. Looking forward to you joining us in our next episode where we talk about the role that our lives play in our Christian witness. Together, let's make God's name famous.